Hello, everybody, and welcome to a non-canon file of uh, of uh, all you can hear podcast. I'm one of your ho- co-hosts. Um, my name's Cody, uh, filling in for Tanner doing this intro. So I didn't plan this. Uh, I got with me four other gentlemen. Um, starting off on my left is Jonathan. Jonathan's here. We've got we got Pat. We got. Cole and it's me, Wenzel, and uh, tonight today we are actually going to be talking a non-canon file about our favorite anime so far this year. Uh, at least for me, I don't know me anybody too. else. Anybody the biggest else? Biggest anime of 2018. So biggest far. anime anime of 2018 so far, and so far from what we've seen from the winter season. We talked about that in Monday's episode. Um, probably the biggest anime of of, of this quarter, honestly. I I. T- I mean, uh, outside of Pop Team Epic, but that's a totally different thing, hard to compare. But uh, controversial, Devilman, really good anime. Uh, we're going to be talking about it, our thoughts on it. We've all seen all ten episodes and cried along with it. Uh, some of us, like I know, uh, t- uh, not Tanner, Patrick has seen uh, it like one and a half times, yeah. sort of. Uh, Colt's seen it three times. Wenzel's seen it one time. I've seen it twice, and Jonathan's seen it once. Um so yeah, it's so uh, we're going to start out. We actually created some OCs, uh, like we did with the Monday's episode. We did uh, Tanner did uh, his Devilman OC. You can go back and listen to have a little uh, light content before we get into the uh, yeah the yeah dark and gritty. Let's stuff all let's the, all be happy set. for a moment. So uh, anyway, you want to start out with their OC? Jonathan didn't do this again, by the way. I'm here. Yeah, Jonathan's here. Thank He's God. He's present. That. Good for him. Um, we totally didn't do this ten, less than ten minutes after Monday's episode. Like this episode has been done. We did. We we actually our Devil Man OCs. We we did a few days ago, I think. Yeah. Okay. He was, he was trying to peek behind the curtain. All right, Colt. What's yours? Uh, looks like shit. But his name is King Balag. 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 B A L. No. B A A L. You gotta say it like Balag. 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 It's uh, spelled B A I E L A A G. I just made that name because I saw a lot of letters, and I said, "Yeah, that's good." That's <laughs> fuck. And everybody, look at it. What, what's good about him? Nothing. All right, Colt didn't go too much detail. Wenzel, what's yours? Okay, I literally just drew this on the spot. Uh, it's a giant baby. <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah, that's a demon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a uh, demon from hell. Um, uh. Uh, I don't know his name. I'm just going to call him because essentially what I had in mind, because I just literally, if anybody doesn't know on my sketchbook, I have uh, the sticker of one of my favorite artists, Boy Kong, and it's a baby. And immediately <laughs> I looked at it for inspiration and I uh, drew a giant baby. So my devil man is a giant baby who, when you, ooh, that's cool, Cole. I like that. Um, <laughs> I like the Cyclops visors. Uh, I guess I'll just call him Leviathan because he's so fucking big, or or uh, Behemoth, whatever, whichever one you know. Uh, AYCH fans out there, give him a name. He's a giant baby. Uh, if you guys want to look at him, we are going to be posting these on Instagram, so you can always go check those out at uh, AYCH Podcast. Right, that's the at sign for the Twitter. Nice I don't baby. know. I don't check it. I I, I didn't. We'll I, put the correct link. Uh, at, yeah, yeah. At the end, T- Tanner's the one who does who memorizes the uh, all of our different things. I think all of us, all of our stuff is AYCH podcast except for our Twitch, which is all you can hear podcast. So, or all you can hear, not all you can. Hear. Anyways, well, fuck it. Okay, uh, Pat, what's yours? Yes, uh, mine is Matthias the the Manticore. 
Oh. Oh my God! What the fuck? This is good. Well, tell us a little about Mafias. Yeah. Uh, Mafias. Start with the name. The, the name I uh, came across years ago in um, like middle school. I, I read it in a book, and I was like, "That's a cool name." Just to show you, like, how much of an edge lord I was in middle school. Like, I I I, I, I thought this name was so cool. It's like, if I have a son, I'm gonna name him Mafias. <laughs> God, that that looks amazing he's again. Got, he's got, and a manticore is a uh, a Parisian, uh, not, not not Parisian, a Persian, Persian monster yeah. that has the body of a lion, the face of a man, and the tail of a scorpion. And doesn't also have wings? Does it fly? Uh, that that's a, a variable. In yeah, the, it varies. Okay, I got gotcha. you. God damn, damn. looks cool. I good. forgot that uh, in the show they they stated pretty much that any like mythological creature ever mentioned is a technically a uh, devil man or demon. Yeah, that's a really good thought. I didn't think about that. You I know. literally went straight for like the actual lesser like all the, where all the demon names come from in the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the lesser key of Solomon, Goetia, I think is the name of it. I really don't know. Uh, but they were the the demons and the princes of hell and shit like that. Um, Wamukun is my. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Turns out I would have lost it. underneath that beanie or horns. <laughs> I would have lost my mind. <laughs> yeah. If it, again, episode episode. I'm week. thinking about the last episode where they're all like, "We're devil men and we're gonna fight," and I imagine Wamukun be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> "I'm here, guys." I'm Wamukun. <laughs> just just out there like Squidward in a and, <laughs> and I imagine if uh, that uh, whatever uh, Devil Man like gets something cut off, Wamu was like, "Use me!" It cuts his head off. He's like, "Ugh." <laughs> <laughs> All right, no thanks. Uh, my demon that I drew, I went, I did go find his name from the from the list of demons and things like that. His name is Andros, and he is one of the <laughs> only demons in the entire show that was purposefully summoned. Just like, come on. That was purposely summoned so that the so that the person summoning him would be uh, affected by him. Well, mm-hmm. it didn't go as planned, and the guy literally got consumed by him. But the guy was still has a human body, the head of an owl, the wings of an owl, and uh, in the process, he lost a hand and a leg, but gained a bird foot, uh, an owl foot. Um, one of the interesting things. Win win. So uh, when I was reading up on Amon, I thought that or not Amon, uh, Andras was that he is. I forgot. I don't know what his rank is. There's demons have apparently ranks. They get like some legions and hells and shit like that. But uh, one of the thing, cool things about Andros is that he's just he's just chaos. He's just fucking chaos. And when I was looking at um, his uh, when I was looking at his uh, um, uh, at his images because there was other images of course from this particular book of demons or whatever. Um, he was literally just a naked owl-headed man human uh, with wings with a sword on riding on a horse and just killing people that's inter- that's badass it's it's badass and i tr- i truly displayed it here in this awful drawing of mine <laughs> but I, I i thought that was i thought that was i uh, mean i still appreciate it i, I, uh, like I thought that was really cool so uh devil man uh if if you couldn't tell um is all about the blood and gore. His it's nippies all about, look weird. Well, I I I tried to draw a titty a, a titty for for him, but I, I like him. Wait, does he have boobies? I, I really no. like that. That's oh. awesome. Um, one of the things that I, I <laughs> they look like uh, Rick and Morty eyes. His, his nipples? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they are. <laughs> um, would have been a good OC to draw Rick as a demon. Just just Rick. Just, just a pickle. Rick. Just <laughs> oh my god, it's pickle. Um. <laughs> One of the things about a devil man is that uh, it's got it's been very controversial, very very controversial. Uh, violent, sexual, sex, 
<laughs> sexual sex. Sex. Wow. Lots of violence. That's very sexual. Violent sex. Very a lot, sex. A lot, a lot of genitals. Oh, yeah. Vi- actually, violent sex, yeah. <laughs> Demons and things like that. And as you know, th- this was the t- I think no the 50th anniversary of the original run of either the manga or the anime. I can't remember. Well, this the, is at the least manga. a fourth major uh, um, adaptation. Adaptation of it. Devil May Cry Baby. I, I don't know if I've said that. Yet. Devil May Cry Baby. Yeah, that's the, that's the name of the show. This <laughs> this one. And uh, we're Alabama boys, so the only show we've watched before this is Veggie Tales. VeggieTales is the only show I'm allowed to watch. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> VeggieTales is just like cucumber SpongeBob, pretty much. Actually, yeah. but with Jesus. But with Jesus. <laughs> wait, wait, does, wait, does Larry the Cucumber grow up to be Pickle Rick? You know what? Scratch the Devil May Cry Baby. Let's do a uh, VeggieTales. VeggieTales uh, Pickle Rick. Uh, a question: Is VeggieTales an anime? Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's about. Come on now, Jonathan. Get that shit together. Why would you even ask that? Um, what were you saying, Pat? About like the was it was the. You said I said it was like the 50th anniversary of, and you said it's yeah like, with that because I go, go, uh, go the guy the uh, the creator of Devil Man he created the the comic a few decades ago and his, all of his work is is always been uh, laced with violence and uh, sex and uh, very challenging and uh, problematic by design to sort of in order sort of just you know challenge people's sort of like uh, thoughts and sort of push boundaries push boundaries. And uh, that, and for for better and for worse, that does strike people. That does sort of uh, turn people off and on toward the uh, the content. As you, as you can see, the, the the entirety of Devilman is very charged with a lot of violence and sex and sexual violence and a lot of like very intense themes, which I thought was great. Yeah, to, like because I I don't think it, I don't think it was I think it was tasteless but purposefully tasteless. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. It wasn't. You know, it it was meant to be grotesque in which, every sense of the word which it's like you know and then whenever they show that it's like oh you know people aren't like that it's like well yeah people are like that like the world is filled with sex and violence like this is literally like kind of like is con- everything th- you're condensing like all the well you know sex isn't bad but you know you're condensing like that certain part of like uh whatever right the very primal like uh, uh in, yeah in urges into like one setting it was in that uh, what was it the Sabbath or whatever the nightclub or, yeah yeah and the very first episode yeah you got to see you got to see sex you got to see violence you got to see drugs you got to see uh, demons demonic imagery things like that I mean even down to the uh, rave lights above it was like the image of a crisscross d- deity that would they were all dancing to which was uh, I don't know if that was Bahamut or not but it was um, it was something uh, but the thing uh, but th- let's let's break it let's go let's back up a little bit and let's talk about the anime from uh, from a more technical perspective let's talk about the anime let's talk about the music and let's talk about the pacing um and we'll talk about the pacing last because that kind of folds into the story right yeah uh so animation wise what did everybody think about it i thought the animation was beautiful yeah very stylized very very beautiful i I definitely have to agree that i mean pat Pat, you 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 and wendell are the artists here everything like that so i don't to to me i love the animation i I love the fact that it, it actually felt fast yeah mm-hmm. yeah like um uh <laughs> i don't know uh i guess the, the the best way to describe it is like whenever uh you know uh when uh akira gets turned into a devil man and then uh what's her face gets turned into one as well and then that one runner dude gets they uh, the runners actually get all turned into devil men and, I, I should um, say spoilers we haven't oh, really oh, spoiled yeah. the anime. Like, we're gonna be talking about the entirety of the series so like if you're this far in you know 
back out before because you've already heard enough. It's time for you to just yeah. Leave. Spoiler: Go and watch Devilman. It's on Netflix. It's ten episodes. It's not even five hours. It's it's an afternoon. It's an afternoon, but it's an afternoon that you need to make sure that you are in a safe spot. Make, make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's gonna walk yeah, in. There's no and, children. And, and as a disclaimer, the show is not for everybody. It's not for. You, you will find out by the first episode whether or not it's for you. If you're, if mm-hmm. you watch the first episode and say, I don't. If you, if you say that for watch the first episode and say, I really like the animation, I really like the music, I really like the concept, but that's a lot. Then you need to just stop. You, it, the ball just rolls downhill from there. Yeah, um, pretty much. But uh, anyway, yeah, like uh, everything seemed like really. Um, exaggerated i guess is the best way to describe like i don't i don't know how to describe it because you know it's animation it's like it's anime so of course everything's gonna be exaggerated but like like you said everything felt fast paced and like i guess like the fact that they're all runners and like the slenderness i guess is something i don't know how to describe it um it reminded me especially like the early parts of the show where it's a little more light and less gritty of uh like old New Yorker cartoons from like yeah. the from like the twenties or thirties. Also, kind of had a weird Samurai Jacks thing to it as well. As Just with the uh, music, and that's more Samurai Champloo. Well, I was saying thing. Samurai Jack and like the the weird how the colors were used and yeah, yeah. and Samurai Champloo. That's more of like uh, what kind of style of music is that? Like hip. I mean, it's hip hop. But oh shit, yeah, no, one, you're right. And another thing is it, the 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 loose the loose hand that allowed to exaggerate features and the speed at which everything kind of went with the animation. It, yeah. Everything emphasized speed. It emphasized quickness. It emphasized the next step of the the, the next piece and things like that. And it really it was more fluid. Yeah. It, this was definitely. I think Pat was the one who said it the best. Was this is what happens whenever a studio can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, <laughs> and there wasn't many shots of like you'll see a lot, especially in anime, where it would just be like two characters talking. The only thing moving is the little mouth flaps. It, most everything was very fluid. There was usually something. There was always motion going on. And Everything's it was, meaningful too. Yeah, and, and there everything was for the most part purposeful, and you can tell it was like just creator spluge. Yeah, <laughs> that's something that uh, with the director of. The director of this adaptation is known for is that there's there's a there's a lot of layers there's a lot of like there's a lot that has meaning there's a lot that becomes apparent upon you know multiple viewings that the director the director was known for just like building a lot of dense things into the scene yeah like I watched the first episode again with uh, one of our other friends and there were so many things I missed in the first episode that like going back yeah. I was like holy a shit a second I would recommend if you do watch it one time and you can handle it for a second one I definitely recommend going for a second and if you go for a third you're still gonna get stuff out of it call, yeah. I mean, call but it if it. you watch it for a third time you'll just like think about episode 9 and just the whole the, the whole show leaves you thinking. It leaves you with it, it feels like a residue on you for a while. I mean, even till the, I mean, I watched it what three weeks ago, and I'm still feeling it. I'm still thinking about yeah, it. There's like three moments, days later after watching it the first time, it was I was still like in a haze. Like, I was it, like, it was it, it wedges it, itself deep in your head. It, it wedges yourself deep because it. it and we'll get to this in a moment, but let's let's go ahead to the music. The music was probably the most fantastical, most fantastical part of the whole anime. I mean, well, I say that, but it's it's very much fantastic the music is just wonderful superb yeah yeah i honestly think it was probably if not the best element of the show probably one of the best elements i of mean it's what made it yeah it was it was intense yeah. uh up like well 
very like fast paced, like just like the right. rest of the show, entire theme of it. And, like, and I, I think like a lot of the moments that hit hard would not have hit near as hard without, without the music. Yeah. That, that, for that, that, sure. That, that sort of for very sure. soft, stripped down piano music that plays through like the opening of the uh, like the first episode and then in the, in the uh, the final confrontation at the end of the series, mm-hmm. and or or in the uh, the climax of episode nine, where uh, Akira has this breakdown over the uh, what he had just seen, and like that that's what, uh, in addition to like just the uh, impact and the grotesquity and the atrocity of what you see right. in the last few episodes, but the music pushes it over the edge. The, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I really love. The rapping, yes. Yes. yes, yes, and that plays into the pacing of the show too, which uh, which we'll get to in just a moment. I want to get to the rapping, but I do want to talk about the speed of the the. That's one of the things about this anime that I really really enjoyed was that the actual animation and the music played a huge part in com- they they were very much together. So uh, we identified each of the characters by their music. You had Rio, which had a very club sound to him, very synth wavy, very synth wavy. Oh, uh, but then you had the like the photographer that was in episode one, <laughs> two, and three, which had the and he was like he was like hyper. But th- that was that was our first kind of toe dip into the anime's like more uh, hyper-sexualized portion because he was a porn photographer. He he, he, he was a bathing suit photographer. Gravier? Gravier? I don't know how to say that word. Gravier? Warrior? Yeah, I guess. His sounds the most correct, so Pat's... It's, 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 it's voyeur, yeah. yeah it's, 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 Voyeurism, yeah. 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 Someone gets, gets off to watching other people, you know, in, in, like in intimate, intimate situations or, you know... Uh, but, he, but he pretty much like, what exploited, like essentially teenage girls. Yeah, and so you got to see this person who was like seriously just driving high speeds down the street listening to this music and then he was like scrolling through his phone looking at nudes of these girls and looking at these girls and things like that all to do this sleazy kind of you feel kind of gross scummy work. And and it really like characterizes him like a way like most other shows would just have like an exposition dump like oh this guy is this and it is very like show and in this case like play don't tell right so the music the action he's doing the animations what all that stuff kind of comes together to say this guy's a sleaze ball and he's seriously messing with one of the main characters which was is i think is it miku miki 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 so miki and he's messing with her as in like she comes over and gets her pictures taken but she's a sweet innocent type girl and you just see her sort of kind of get captivated by him. Yeah, and then you have, like, and then you do have Akira, which is, uh, who is... The main character. Who is the main character. He is Devilman. And, and notice we haven't, we've talked about the technical aspects of the show, uh, but we haven't really gotten to the details, but Akira is, his music himself is is uh, the Devilman, uh, the original Devilman OC kind of established and kind of put forward. Anyways, music-wise, the anime... It matches the speed of the animation, and it pushes it along. Yeah. One of my favorite parts about the music, though, I don't know if anyone else noticed it, but the music, when uh, Miki was possessed by the water blob, how it like it was Miki's normal music, but it's escalated, and it sounded like the audio was screwing up, but it just went into a fast techno beat whenever they were uh, when Akira oh. was going up the stairs. Holy shit! I didn't it, notice that. So just like, like that, I mean, that tells you like the level of detail and thought that was put into every little piece. Because I mean, I don't know if it's because we know from the fact of the photographer that the, the music does not imply demon demonicism, but it does imply 
the heavier the beat, the more aggressive the beat, the more techno, the more electronic, the more disconnected from the natural elements of mu- musical. Because like, because because there's only one really acoustic song, and it's in episode nine. After there's so much fucking. Slaughter. Well, I mean, the, the piano parts played throughout, right. and the like, piano parts were mainly with Miki. With Miki and uh, Akira has like a heroic techno. Uh, sound beat to it like dun, 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 with the with the devil mm-hmm. man beat and so they they do imply some sort of demonicism or some sort of evilness to the character but there's more there's it's it, it literally compares it like i mean the, some of the hardest music the most disgusting music was with the sleazy photographer who was possessed later on but even as a human he had the yeah which implied that he was dark soul yeah like dark he, like even though he wasn't a demon he was like just as bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then yeah. that what kind of foreshadows what Which happens later I should, on. We'll probably get to it, but I just love that how like it like it makes like even though, you know, Devil Man, he's like a he's literally a demon. Like he's ha- I mean he's half you know, human, half demon, but he's literally like a creature from like essentially hell. Like, you know, he's demonic. It's like there's several like him, yet the only true monsters, the only true demons were humans. Yep. The only people who were like trying to kill each other, abusing each other, were humans. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 like, they, the humans didn't need any help. They didn't need to be possessed by demons to do all the terrible things they did. Yeah, yeah. like, like whenever this is terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is just like, I mean, that just again brings into question human nature. So moving on to the moving past the music a little bit because I mean we'll always come back to this like the animation and the music, uh, the pacing. Um, so I always saw that I always saw this for, first of all, the most general aspect of it is there are two distinct sections of this show. You have the beginning portion, which felt like you were gearing up for like a two to three season anime. Then you have the ending portion, which felt like we just crammed all the seasons of Evangelion into (laughs) one, one, four, five, four to five episode, uh, slot frame. Yeah. You're essentially at like, it feels like you're at the edge right now and you know, it's like, we're, we're getting to that uh, resolution, but there was also some some macro sort of thing. So you had that was the macro, and so let's go into the micro. There was some micro transitions in there, uh, the with the, and specifically with the rapping. So the rappers were a part of the they were the hoodlums. I think in the original they were like hoodlums, but in this one they became like rappers, and so they had these really like good ass raps. Like it wasn't like a yo yo yo. It was like actual Japanese like rapping like the actual language and and not only and it provided like exposition in a very creative way but also tied in thematically with what was going on within the moment yeah because you got to see like because what he one of the raps i think it was in episode two to three or it was episode three of the beginning you actually saw he he it was able to do a bit it was basically a transition yeah into, for like each lyric it like it showed a uh, an image popped up of like something that's you know it's connected to that right mm-hmm. and so the rapping was a part of that so that was the kind of connection between the music and the transition transitions but that first half of the show you had episode one which uh showed the the club scene episode two which kind of went into detail about oh devil man and then what was it what happened in th- three was the photographer Mm-hmm. Uh, f- basically, the photographer, I believe it was. Um, I'm going off the cuff here, so. Um, the three was when um, the seas of conflict between Ryu and Nakura first began to surface. Like, yeah, first, that, that's when they first like literally cr- clash headbutts. <laughs> oh yeah, whenever. Oh um, yeah, because that was whenever she was. Uh, she was possessed, and yeah, uh, what's his, Ryu was like, 
she might know who you are. We need to kill her. Episode four. Oh, that was, that, was that the episode <laughs> with uh, Akira's parents? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sh- yeah. Wow. Whoa. Episode I, I four was that, that I, one? I, mm-hmm. that was, because episode five was, was the... Uh, Celine. Yeah. Celine episode. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wow. The, whenever his mom and dad became a part of a Kappa, that was... That was fucking crazy. That, yeah. looked, that Kappa mm-hmm. looked good, though. That, I think yeah. it's one of the... Let's just highlight this. The demon designs were fantastic. Some Amazing. of them were a little. Some of them were a little fa- like a little scribbled. Yes, yeah, so like. of course. Some, but of them that were. was to show the chaoticness of yeah. what the demons were. Yeah, I think but that was more like a style choice. And than... some of them ended up having like true detail and like the the, the ones. So the the major ones that were recognizable were recognizable f- for a reason, and the ones that were sort of like a starfish with a tentacle, those ended up being like thrown to the side. Yeah, uh, but it was just cool, like. Again, the Kappa looked great. Uh, what was it? Xenon, right? Wasn't look great. Psycho Jenny, my Kime? favorite. My favorite design, honestly. Psycho Jenny. Kime was the Thunder one, right? Yeah, yeah. Kime yeah. looked great too. It was fucking cool. I was like, uh, ooh, Whoa. yeah. Um, and Ser- Serene or Siren? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, bird, um, the Bird Woman. Uh, I remember one of the uh, essentially Devil Man's uh, counterpart to Lucifer's or Ryu's. Um, transport was like a huge like essentially dragon from like mythology yeah like the one without hydra wing. the hydra oh yeah that looked awesome well, it might have been like uh oh actually no uh lucifer's was a hydra uh devil man's was like a um satan satan not not lucifer well they're the same thing but they're, yeah, they're, they're literally the same person. sorry they i never I, call I, him lucifer in the show they call him satan and they call him rio in the show wait did they really call him i thought it was Oh, it doesn't matter. The same thing. Oh, it's I fine. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it was like a, I want to say like a Chinese dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. of, yeah. Um, no, And we don't need to forget the cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, the surprise. Cat. The cat was a demon the whole time. Which, oh. the whole the whole point of the, the whole point, because the thing is, though, is they were, so one of the things that. They never um, fed that cat. <laughs> so one, we were we were all, Jonathan, Pat, and I were all talking about this beforehand, but in Evangelion, they use a shit ton, they or Evangelion, whoever want to call it. Uh, they use a, 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 they reuse scenes a lot. And so uh, I figured, I've always thought that the, I mean, a lot of animes do, but mm-hmm. the bleakness of this, I have to connect them. Um uh, there was always a reuse scene throughout the entire entirety of of Devil Man, which is the cat paw- pawing at the ball. He's always wanting food, and so you're like, "Damn, do they ever feed this damn cat?" <laughs> yeah, and I literally said that while we were watching it. At the end, the the, the cat turns into a demon, but after it's like, getting stabbed by these terrible humans. Yeah, oh god. And and that was one of the fun things about that that little snippet was, I was like, "Oh, the cat's always hungry because it's a demon." Yeah. That's all. That's the reason why he's always pawing at the food. I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, it is. Um, so, but we, let's go back to the episode lineup. We had episode five was the one with Serene. You had episode six. I what think was it the, the uh, track meet? Yeah. 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 Oh, that was that was what, a big one. That yeah. What was the guy's name? That, Go, uh, Coda or Goda, something like that. Coda, yeah. I think it was Coda. Yeah, Coda. Yeah. Coda, that was a really good one too. And then that was whenever they announced the whole demon thing. Was mm-hmm. like, Rio was like, "Demons are real," and you're like, "Oh my god, um, <laughs> we didn't know." And then they're just people are just getting slaughtered. Notice the scene where the guy was. Uh, I love the scene where the guy's got his earbuds in. He's just like jamming. <laughs> oh and yeah, then and then he just gets fucking like, like demolished. They don't even just like comically crush him either. Like you think because because it, it seems comical. You're like. Like, uh-oh, this guy doesn't go as good. He's going to be funny. And they just, yeah. like, he snaps and then snaps again. And you see blood. And you're like, oh. 
maybe this was just like the sick person that I am, but like the first half of the show, most of like the violence I thought was hysterical because it was so absurd. Yeah, like, I was, like the first like the first demon you see is like the one where the woman's tits like form mouths and just like yeah. I'm just like what? Yeah, no, I I flipped out too. Like I loved it. But but that was a very, like, turning point from where it went from that more comical, like, over the top to where it was more gritty and grounded. Like, like, all the people are trying to uh, get through the fence, but it's blocked off. Oh, yeah, that was... And then they all just get slaughtered. Um, The, gosh, and then, uh, they, I don't know, it's, those, the violence, just, I've got a lot to say about that, but... Um, so let's, let's finish the episode lineup. So we have episode, we were on episode seven. Yeah. I like seven through 10 just kind of blur together. Was seven the one where, um, seven's when the world starts to fall apart. And that's when Miki gets, uh, hassled by the, uh, like the demon prevention club. And then the, in the, in the rappers. Oh go save yeah. Her. And then, uh, yeah, that's right. and then what was it? Uh, that one girl, uh, Miki, like her Mi- name, her Mika. name was, yeah, Miko, but she Mika. wants to be called Miki. Well, well, Miki's her real name. Miko was her nickname by Miki. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she, uh, God, she she got, what, raped? But then she killed that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on the street. Like, I don't know why, but I was just like, out of all the things that made me uncomfortable, I was like, fuck. (laughs) Like, we're we're not going to talk about (laughs) Butterfly Man and how he really liked her and she just killed him? Yeah, like how she just ended up killing the uh, guy that really uh, liked her. Wait, when did this butterfly happen? guy, the guy that rapped to her for like three minutes straight? Because uh, th- because uh, there's there, there's like six rappers in their little group. Uh, five of them went to you know went to save Miki, but there is one that Miko became in became involved with. They they went to the Sabbath together, and they both got possessed. Oh yeah, and then because I, I missed the part where she killed him because uh, the last I remember about him. Was then they they tried to rob that clothing store and then he kind of snuck out the back, yeah. but I didn't see what happened to him afterwards. They don't really show it, but you can see there's a scene where you can see half of a hand cut off and you see the uh, FLY the tattoo, and uh, she's in his apartment and she you can see her wearing his sunglasses. And then, but you can also see his dead body. And yeah, but and you, you only flies. see his feet. So. Yeah, but I mean yeah. he's still wearing his clothes. I I don't know that man's feet. <laughs> um. <laughs> And episode of nine, of course, was whenever. Um, well, episode eight's when uh, the world starts falling apart more, uh, and uh, Mickey's parents get killed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that, that was like, like really. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah and that's when uh, episode uh, nine's when uh, Ki- when Kira gets exposed as a devil man. Yeah. Because Ryu uh, calls him out. Yeah. And then on episode 10 is whenever the... the We're just, just going to skip over Mickey getting fucking Episode killed. nine. We'll I get to there. I honestly have to admit, episode nine's kind of my favorite. Episode nine is my favorite too, yeah. because like mm-hmm. because like just how awful it is. Like everybody gets because killed. Because the thing, okay, so uh, let's go back to the, the the split real quick. So you have so basically you have up until uh, episode four. Uh, episode five is the last sort of things are good. Things are not good, but things are normal ish. It's um, kind of like uh, monster of the week. Yeah, it turns it, or the, monster of the episode. Yeah, I mean, and then after that, it just sort of just woo. So, <laughs> if you get to if if you're watching, if you're not, if you're just like I don't care if I get spoiled for Devil Man, I just want to hear about it. If you go back and watch it, I highly recommend. If you stop right now, you're gonna be fine. 
throughout the entire. You just know that everyone dies. <laughs> um, everyone, like everyone, ex- like when we. It's not like in Game of Thrones where it's like kind of joking, like ah, no, everybody all dies. All no, like the principal die. No, literally the entire Earth dies. Like everybody gets killed, and then at the end, the entire Earth is what destroyed by God. Yeah, <laughs> God's like fuck y'all. <laughs> um, I mean, but it, it's restarted. I mean, yeah, but if it fulfills the prophecy in the Bible. There is some biblical prophecy ideas to it, but that's not the whole point of the. Yeah, that's definitely not the point. So, the definitely the point of Devil Man has been around forever. It's been around well forever. It's been around since since the inception of Devil Man. At least like the sixties, the seventies. And the Mm. the whole point of Devil Man is to emphasize uh, the creator of Devil Man was he feared World War Three. He always felt like World War Three was imminent, and uh, due to nuclear nuclear weapons and things like that, and those fears mm-hmm. and things like that, he wanted to create an anime that kind of ex- that ex- expressed that fear, that fear of the 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 frugality or the the demonic nature of humans and not just demons themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and also like having the the devil men being like. While they have these violent and sexual urges, they are able to control them. Yeah, that's what, and, and that's like they are the happy medium, and they're the heroes, and the, and they're the heroes. Whereas, like the, the humans, humans, we can't control them. That's why at the Sabbath, or, they were, or they try. We as humans, we try to suppress them, and no. then they they uh, come out in oh yeah, that's very yeah, that's a really dark good point. Ways. There is this idea that's like. The futility also is in there, like the futility that this is just going to happen. Because he he wasn't. I don't I don't know if he was trying to prevent in his in his intentions to show this type of anime. I don't think his intentions were to prevent. I think that he truly believed that the 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 things that were going to happen were going to happen. Yeah, and, uh, there was a uh, sense of futility in he was just showing mm-hmm. he was just showing it. It was like. This is how people are. This is how you. This is how it is, and it's just gonna happen. And there's nothing we can do about yeah, it. Yeah, this is how it's gonna end. Which is funny because in the first episode of Devil May Cry Baby, uh, Akira finds a cat that is sick and it's dying, and Ryu's like, "Let me kill it already." And Akira's like, "No, don't do that." And he's like, "Ryu's like, why? It's gonna die." It's it's gonna die, and yeah. it did end eventually dying. And that's actually kind of like a what symbolism? It's futility. It's, yeah, it's going yeah. to die either way. That, the cat represents humanity and saying that like you know, uh, humanity is going to die. Just let it happen. And and that's the thing but, is, and, and in that same yeah. concept, it was that you had, you had Akira, which was, uh, well, sorry, I should say, let Ryu, you know, let Ryu kill them. Essentially. He was like, I'm yeah. going to, let me kill the cat. And cause he had his, he had his box played out mm-hmm. and Akira was like, no, no, don't, you can't kill him. He's like, he's going to die anyways. He was like, he was like, you, you don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. And he's like, he was like, he's going to die. And then, uh, and he's like, stop crying. And that's, and that's what Rio says to Akira. He's like, yeah. stop crying. And Akira's like, you're crying too. And it was just like, this futility, it's going to happen. Yeah. But at, at the same time, it, it's sort of like, not saying that the futility is necessarily like the way to view things either. Yeah, it's, because it, it's that point of view that leads to the destruction of the world. There's definitely because, some um, anti-nihilist themes in it. it like, yeah, like um, e- even though the world's falling apart, even even if there's no meaning to life, even if it's all is futile, it doesn't mean th- that you should stop. You know, being kind, you, like, you shouldn't stop caring. Yeah. Because we're here in the moment, so it's, you find your own meaning, and it's it. really hard. But it, it, and that that same argument is very difficult to. It's very difficult to kind of to to 
that anti-nihilistic idealism, which is in that's present in that, in that cat in the in the kitten scene, uh, it's kind of difficult to kind of extrapolate across the entire series because in the end, I mean, yeah, Rio was crying over Akira, but Akira died and it was futile, and it's kind of difficult. Like, what? Well, yeah, this. Yeah. But that was the result of that idea. But in the same concept of is just like we. I don't want you shouldn't think this way, but does it matter? Like your nihilism yeah. is the cause of all this, but being nihilistic, not being nihilistic is also naivety. Naivety. Naive, yeah. Naive. I, I mean, I mean, yeah. it's, it's saying like, don't be naive. People are this way, but it doesn't go into the far extreme. And by saying you should, uh, nothing matters. That you edgy know, teen. It ended anyway. Like, the way how people, like, misinterpret people like Nietzsche or Sartre. Yeah. One of the things that I definitely want to address, uh, because the thing is, we can't, we can't, we can't expand on the entirety of the show. Because oh God, if no. we go episode to episode, we're going to, we're going to end up doing our own damn podcast. <laughs> uh, one uh, per episode, I could do it. I could. Cry yeah. baby cast. Yeah. I Can could do it. 2018 devil cast. Uh, Everybody cries the whole time. Yeah, basically. But. Um, there is, I, I do want to highlight a few episodes. One of the episodes that we all said was our, was our, uh, w- there's a few parts, uh, the, the sire, the um, Celine, the Celine fight, how she's not able to kill. She, devil man was going to die. Yeah. And that's one of the things I do want to talk about real quick. Um, oh, I got hiccups. Oh gosh. Um, is the fact that devil man is in the first like few episodes devil man's ability his abilities are never highlighted he just is a man that's also devil man or he's a man who's also a demon but he's also characterized as probably the strongest demon uh, yeah to, kind of i mean if you know well, I mean, who amon is he said because rio said the champion of demons right yeah, yeah yeah he said like you know i i what brought this or i created the strongest demon alive or the champion demons or whatever and um and so they don't really they don't really talk about the they don't really talk about those the powers of of him or anything like that. But he ends up almost being destroyed by Celine, right? But she dies before he's she's able to finish him off. Mm-hmm. So there's almost like this faded existence f- to him in that sense of like halfway through the show, you get this. Even though it's been gruesome, he's yeah. he's gone through the trials of his parents not being there. Then when they're almost there, they're dead, and he's he almost died by the hands of Celine, but. Somehow was saved, even though they got to use their her special power of fuse or not her special power, but they got the fuse. She got to fuse with what's his name, the kind, kind. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so there's like this faded ideal in the middle of this this show. It's like, you know, things are bad, but Devil Man is fated to be the good guy in this situation, and then no more. Yeah, um, which I think is interesting. Um, there also episode eight. Oh and wait, no, okay. No, Go ahead. I just want to say I love the part where um, uh, Kira is thinking about dreaming about sex, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miki is listening, and you just hear like lots of loud grunt, loud grunts, and then uh, wakes up in the morning, come all over the ceiling. <laughs> like, he finds like like jizz on his hands, like oh no. Then he looks up, and just like his ceiling is plastered. Spider Man. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. about uh, end of Evangelion, baby. Uh, yeah, end of Evangelion. Whenever. Uh, Shinji's like, I'm so fucked up. Spoiler. Well, and, and like, what I find interesting about this show was how, like, Devil Man had inspired things like Berserk and Evangelion. And then this is coming in and taking 
elements from those shows to influence itself. So it's like this weird like feedback. Like like, it, like, it, like it's like returning the favor. Like cause it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because like that la- the last scene of the show was that color scheme was stripped um, right out of it. Uh, yeah. Ava. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, whenever the world ends and uh, the yeah. sea is red of with blood, or. Was it blood? No, it was, or or uh, orange tang. Yeah, or it was like it was supposed to be like a what? It was, a it was like that primordial soup. Or yeah, whatever. everybody was reverted to primordial soup. Yeah, it's red Fanta. Um, <laughs> it is primordial soup. <laughs> oh my! Mana from the heavens. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait a minute. You tell me every time I eat, drink red Fanta, I'm dr- drinking the essence of all existence. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Sure. It tastes good. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Have you ever had red cream soda before? It's just cream soda, but red. That's it. Um, <laughs> so uh, I do want to go go ahead and talk about episode nine because it was the best episode. Episode ten was this the explosive nature. Uh, like if episode, everything before episode nine was the exposition uh, that it was the politics that led up to the the drama the bomb dropping episode nine was the falling of the bomb and people in the where, where everybody was at during the bomb drop and then episode 10 was the bomb dropped right bomb it was it off. was the bomb going off right um and so episode nine was a very special episode because uh there it was in itself, a, an entire roller coaster. Because episode nine felt long. It felt long, but also really short. Uh, there was the scenes where basically uh, Devil Men got exposed. Uh, you know, he got exposed. Rio did the exposure. Uh, Rio comes into his own and realizes he's. I think that was the episode that his uh, apartment was destroyed. Oh yeah, um, it was blown up. His apartment yeah. was destroyed. Uh, and you had Miki who said, you know, you can be you can be devil man and you can be a bad guy. You can be a devil man. All devil men are not bad. And she got so much hate for it. You saw the Instagram comments and things like that. Yeah, and I was, really loved how, like, social media played into it. Yeah. At least from what I understand of the manga, it plays out over a longer period of time. Right. And, and, and it's because the technology. And I think this is the this director's like commentary on how like you know the effect of social media yeah like how social media creates this like reactionary hate mob like how quickly information is disseminated through like internet internet culture and and i know like a lot of people were complaining about the pacing in that point in particular and while i don't think it's a perfectly paced show no that point in particular was meant to show um the rapid decline of yeah and and it was because of our technology has increased yeah i I really like this episode especially for the fact of her how she was like yeah we can do it it felt like a hero's tale you know people were rallying around devil man but then devil man everyone turns on him basically yeah that was the same episode that the kids were coming up and hugging his legs yeah he was trying to uh, stop them from uh, stoning, stoning all the people, people, which was humans. They, they were suspected of devil because Rio was turning people's suspicions and on, on people's suspicions on each other. Like, if you think somebody's a devil man, you better kill them. Yeah, because the only way to uh, kill them was what was the reason to before or, they, or, before they be turned into a devil man. That's the only way they were born. Yeah, so and it's everyone same. who's a reject from a society is screwed. Yeah, but then it's like also saying like anybody can essentially be a devil man. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that was the thing is that um, that you saw you saw devil you saw devil man you saw Akira, 
him look at these people and he was like stop why would you do this why would you do this and they were just throwing rocks and then finally he saw some humanity he was like these humans aren't so bad after all and then the As- long drawn out scene with Miki uh oh uh the her being chased out of her 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 house being overrun by a mob of people oh, wanting yeah. to kill her. And All the people that you had learned throughout the entire series and become accustomed to they the rappers die. they just they were get murdered slaughtered. by humans and, and, and there were so many friends. They were only so many there were so many points of hope where like it's like Oh, oh you think you're going to get away. And, yeah. then, and then, like, Miko gets killed, and you're like, okay. And then you see the truck pull up. And the and uh, has, main rapper dude. The main rapper dude's there, and you're like, oh, he's going to save her. Nope, he has a he, he has, has a like, pickaxe in his yeah, back. Yeah, he has, like, several like, knives in him. One of, going back, another big thing is noticing the rappers. Uh, the rappers, who you thought were just a close-knit group of friends all rapping together, and they were all cool together, that, oh, bros die together, right? No, they're, they're killing each other. Yeah, like... And, uh, and then, of course, you have... But at the end, you have, on the beach, or the riverside, um, Miki running, and it's just like, she's just screaming, like, here is a name. That music. And then the knife is coming down, down, and it just, like, hits her, and she just screams. And it's not even like a... It's not... It's just a... A, it rips essentially cuts he gives it cuts down her spine and oh. gouges her spine oh. mm. and then, I, I remember like my job being on the floor for the rest of the episode it's like or her, Mickey dying he's like oh she's gonna live because she's the main girl and then like nope and if it just stopped <laughs> there you would have been sad and then the the end credit scene which is really sad would have been played and you're like oh yeah i'm but, depressed but, but then they rubbed it they they literally took Salt and iodine and just rubbed it right into that <laughs> wound because did. they you, do, you do see the hand coming out of TV and just tear your fucking heart out. They were like yeah. they had they put parts of their bodies, literally parts of their bodies, like one person had somebody's crotch on a on a stick, waving around the all house. All the lynchers that they uh, they after they killed all Akira's friends, they chopped their body parts up. Uh, ran them through spikes and are dancing them around in front of Miki's burning, burning house, house. Oh. and it's almost it, like cult-like. Almost it was yeah, very, yeah. it was very ridiculous because they were rejoicing in the fact that they all died. It's like yeah. we killed the demons, we killed the demons. We know who were the real monsters. Them, the ones parading and around with their bodies. That's what Akira noted because mm-hmm. Akira, a devil man, came up on the scene and he's just like to hell with all you humans, <laughs> which I, I thought was just great and annihilated. Hell with all you mortals, to hell with oh. all you mortals, and then okay. he and uh, which. And what ended up happening was you actually had a cutscene from the from the manga, uh, like or, or what seemed like a black and white screen, which was a flash, and you didn't get to see his power. You just saw his anger, his frustration come out in that one moment, and completely yeah. annihilated them. Yeah, and, and it's so good. And then of course the after credit scene rolls, and uh, if you at the end of the episode nine, if you've watched it, uh, there's. Of course, if you had it, it, some some people skip over it. Some people are just like, okay, next episode, um, which is totally understandable at that point in time. But if you don't, go back and watch episode nine all the way through, and then watch this last this last scene. And it's really difficult to watch because it's literally just Akira riding on the bike as he's Devil Man, of course, with Miki holding on to him, and it's the softest lullaby of this of of a, of a Japanese folk singer just singing this really just beautiful song and they're just riding off into a sunset and it's really hard to just look at the screen it it, it made my heart drop like it just made me like my head just thrown down close my eyes just thinking about like yeah it's just a you can't 
it's just a quiet room. It's just you're you're there with your TV, your quiet room, and this this three minute song, three to five minute song, I don't really know, uh, uh, in the scene, and it's not them doing anything special. It's just a, a looping scene of of on them on a motorcycle. In this, there's a sunset in the background, and they're just riding across, and they're not riding into the sunset. They're riding horizontal with the hun- sunset. It seems yeah. like, um, with the horizon, and it's just that song and. You look at this, but the thing is, though, is like you don't watch. You don't end up watching the the this the 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 animation because it's just like you can't. We can't watch it. You you just watch this, and it wasn't. And, and to me, that wasn't a scene that had happened before. That wasn't a, that wasn't something that had happened with her that we didn't get to see. To me, that scene was um, what could have happened. Not. I don't even know if it was what could have happened. It was just sort of like. Um, a farewell almost yeah yeah which i it mean it was like an in memoriam which i mean like you said they're riding not into the sunset but horizontally meaning that like you know if they're riding it's i mean that that, that would have been their finale but the like, fact that they're the sunset is their happy ending and they're parallel to it yeah so they never reach that happy ending and then of course we have episode 10 which it's just like essentially it's just like everything's futile everything's everything's every after that after the mickey thing happened it's over. Like the show. Like is, this is the end. Like honestly, mm-hmm. like uh, there, there is everything's bleak. Everything's bleak. You, it is you, like so show, sublime. You, the show is bleak. You feel bleak. Sublimity is a th- or, 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 or sublimity. There, like there's sublime. Like there's no going back. There's no going back. There's no reversing. You know that, and and you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's coming next. And everything's on the plate, and uh, you have the last humans fighting it off, which is beautiful. I love yeah, the like, I, tanks I, and how everything. Nothing was really super detailed, but it was detailed I mean, at the same time. That one, yeah. that one scene where there were there were somewhere in the desert in America, the last you know, I, think, I, I was like, I was thinking it was like Utah. Yeah, Utah, yeah. and they were like sitting there fighting. You see all them surrounding, it, and they're like, you know, oh, <laughs> the last humans are really doing this right now. Which is which when I think about that, and like. I'm like, wow, like that's crazy. Like literally the last humans are right there in that base and they just completely destroyed them. And the the biggest thing that I really liked about that was that I really liked the there was and it was at this point in time that it did kind of turn back from a that this it was in this episode that it felt more like an anime and less like a a conversation piece at times. Uh like because you did have the you did have cuz again, I think this episode 10 kind of went back to the our our beginning half of the pacing where you had like mm-hmm. the devil men come in and be like, use me. And like, yeah. they would like fuse with uh, uh, Akira and like become his arms or his legs, legs. and get cut off by Rio. And I think that was cool too. Whenever uh, he punched uh, Rio, it's like they made the world seem really small because as soon as he punched him, he went into the Antarctic and like completely like slice what almost that wasn't like, the Antarctic. That was the moon. What? No, yeah, he cut the moon in half. Yeah. Oh, he did cut the moon. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, he just like was like Psh, and like cut the moon in half because then you start seeing the true like nature of what this fight is. It's just it's it's not. Go ahead, Pat. Plus, what they said every time when when demons fuse, their powers multiply. So Akira is as he's fighting Ryu, like all the all the demons that aren't being killed in, in the fight with the other with the other demons, like. They're they're fusing with Akira to make him stronger, so he can stand up to Rio. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it, and I mean, really, it's like and that's 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 the arms race. That's the arms race. We're talking about nuclear war here, like from an analog to the to the world. That's an yeah. arms race. It's like, okay, well, let's fuse together. Let's we're becoming more and more powerful. That's an arms race, and then world ends. Yeah, which I think is that's I loved the fact that like 
you know, again, that power fighting. It's like, but really, there's like nothing else to fight for other than just to, you know, fuck up you Satan. Because it doesn't matter. Because Devilman, of yeah. course, Akira's on the good side, and you have Rio, which is not on. I don't really. I mean, he's. It's, it's kind of ambivalent. Like, ambivalent. Is that the word? Ambivalent. Ambivalent. Well, well yeah. Kind of chaotic. But the thing yeah. is, though, is that no matter – because it's kind of like if you were to look at something like – going back to the Cold War, which is, a, you know, the – I don't want to say the – it's at the end of the Cold War uh, that this um, this anime came out. Or No, I of, mean that was the height of the Cold War. You think it was – okay. Because uh, I was – It was like late 60s. Oh, yeah. Because I was thinking it was this show – this anime came out in, or the manga came out in the late 70s. Um, but what ended up happening was – you had, uh, like, if you were to say the U.S. was Devilman and USSR, which is coming from a total American perspective, of course, uh, USSR, uh, you had them going together. It doesn't matter who the fuck wins. Everyone loses. Um, yeah. And that was sort of displayed in the power that was kind of happening, and you saw the explosion and the violence and things like that. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> which is funny because if you, like, oh, gosh, you know those stupid memes where people will put, like, the flags of the countries, you know, for... Yeah. I mean, if you were to put that in, like... Akira's America, put the American flag, and then Rio's, like, Russia, and it's like, oh, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then, of course, you have the um, the end scene. Uh, that that caught me completely by surprise. The, with, where with, Rio was like, oh, that was fun. You know, very nonchalant and talking to... Uh, Akira, Akira, seemingly, and they're looking off into like the the red sky. And they're sky. on the cliff that they were as a child. They end the world. Oh yeah, on where, yeah. where their story began at the they're, cliff. Yeah, they're pretty much looking at the universe. And they and Rio starts crying. He's like, "What is happening? What am I feeling? And what is this feeling?" And it's like I, I saw. I interpret that as regret, almost, almost or, like or a sorrow. I, I think regret. that was like the first time he ever felt like any sort of empathy, and that was sort of like his punishment for what he did and akira's cut in half yeah Akira, yeah. akira's dead because because and... he wanted it because it his ultimate plan was to have him and akira alone oh, oh, together he, at the yeah. end of the world that's that's the reason why he made akira a, a devil man so he would survive what he had coming he just yeah survived the end of the world subconsciously but, but yeah but you know he but he lost Akira was the only thing that Ryu cared about because if you look at uh, Akira cared about everyone he cried for everyone he ever cried for himself but the first time Ryu ever cried was for Akira oh shit that's and good. if you go back and watch the first episode like with the with the, with the dying kitten uh, Akira had the, the umbrella over the kitten and on the side of the box there's a little picture of the world so Akira was caring about the world they, that, they were caring about others Damn. but Ryu had his umbrella over Akira Mm-hmm. And, and then that goes back to the you're crying too bit. You're crying too, and that's he ended up crying. Yeah, and then, fuck, so good. And then and then God was like, "Fuck you all," and just like again, the futility of the futility of regret and sorrow at the end of a nuclear weapon, at the end of an end of the world scenario. Yeah, but then with the end credit scene, kind of having that hopeful rebirth yeah the whole yeah. the whole like the like, uh once like god destroys the earth and the heavens he'll recreate it so all you know there's no more sin or anything well there is yeah of course well i mean there's that, definitely the, like the, some the, obvious like allegory. yeah yeah, yeah. But, but for the most part i mean the, the, this particular uh, this particular allegory is not it's sort of like oh it's gonna happen it's oh, gonna, like a repeating cycle you know it's a repeating cycle which is which is mm-hmm. like you know ragnarok apocalypse those sorts of things um but the thing is, though, is that, like, 
you're kind of like, yeah, well, they can start again and do it all over again. <laughs> but it's like that's yeah. actually that's actually kind of interesting because it's like there's a there's a hopeful optimism there, but then you're like, what if it's just everything? But the show just taught you futility. Yeah, so it's like yeah. it's kind of like uh, like, there's, like when I think about like the like there's theories that the universe ends, right? It's like once it ends, there's like a you know Futurama did an episode on this where like there's a second like essentially Big Bang, and but everything that happened before happens again. So like Big Bang theory wise, just just fun fact, Big so Bang happened, expands out to the universe, and then all of a sudden snap back again somehow, back again, and so like it's just like a big pulsating like thing that happens over the course of like eternity. Yeah, and that's that's mm-hmm. the whole that's one of the ideas of Big Bang. But anyways, um, uh. There is a few things I want to touch on, especially with uh, that I didn't get to, especially with uh, the controversy and things like that, like the grotesque amount of sex I saw with some people. Uh, one of these, one of these people, I've watched a lot of reviews afterwards. I binged the reviews because I wanted to see what people had to say about it. Because let's make fun of people. Um, I had a different idea about it. One of the things that someone brought up was how they were that that the the we're talking about the sex and the, the particular about the sex. Um, really, that was a problem with. I know it, it is obviously a problem with people, but well, it's just there's so much sex in media anyway. But this was in your face, and it was because a lot of times in sex and media they pan away from it, they avert your eyes for you. Yeah. But in this, they force you to fuck that girl in the. But I, I have noticed that people are will be a lot more likely to comment on sex and violence in in, in a form of media. Then yeah, if it's animated, because you know they have television shows that that are explicit with sex and violence, and people don't quite as make as much stir that I've noticed. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this, but this, one of the things that I noticed, especially my second, I watched these reviews in between my first watch through and the second watch through, and I watched and I noticed they force you in this position. And one of the things that made me realize this show was. Very four dimensional in how it approached things. Of course, you had the animation, which led to the music, and they kind of merged. Oh, excuse me, merged together. The pacing, which I think was purposeful. I, I think that to a degree it was purposeful. Otherwise, yeah. it was budgetary. Um, yeah, like I mean, it's just gonna happen with any show. And I think the other thing that I noticed was that it was four dimensional in the sense that it forced you to feel uncomfortable, like aroused in some areas like this i mean one of his reviewers talked about how he was like i mean like he was just normal human reaction male reaction to seeing all this sexual stuff is just like being aroused by it but kind of being like turned off because it's like this is not nice and it, it made you face your own as a person while you're watching it your own sort of insecurities yeah. about what it means to be in this dark spot which this that, quote unquote dark spot so it's, yeah. it's, it's very intentional and like driving and provocative because they want you to think it's like it forces you to see this ugliness and like you have to examine it, it yeah it forces you to reflect it forces you it doesn't just hint at well maybe we should think about sex and violence and things like that yeah it, it, it forces it down your throat and makes you feel it which honestly i like that because mm-hmm. i mean that's i think that's what's a lot of good literature oh yeah has done is like it makes you question <laughs> masterpiece <laughs> it uh good uh it makes you question yourself your humanity everything like it I, that's just really good and that's something i noticed too is that like, people like they don't i don't know why they just try to deny that ugliness in humanity like they just try to yeah. shove it it's like but it's there like why won't you question it it's very uncomfortable yeah and, yeah. and sort of having like the devil man of that thesis of um it's like acknowledging 
your primal urges and dealing mm-hmm. with them in a healthy way. This sort of forces you to deal with them in a hopefully healthy way. Yeah. But it forces you to confront them, whereas society in general tells you to suppress them. Yeah. Because yeah. That's, that's something I've learned is to, um, as, as a bit of a quote, uh, no feeling ever dies. It's only buried in, buried alive till it comes back as something worse. Ooh, Ooh that's a fucking good cool. Where the hell did you get that from? Dang, Pat. It's, it's been years, but I, I Did you come up with that? Are you I, lying? I, I wish I was that um, <laughs> poetic. Yeah. But that's something I, I, I remember hearing it, and like it really struck a chord. Because, like, like, like you said, because if we, if we, if we can, if we're able to, like, address a problem, we can be able to. Like solve it. It, it. you can't. No problem can be solved if you ignore it. Yeah, yeah. You got to face things. That's one of the main. It's you got to. I mean, just pulling away from devil men in general is that you have to face things head on. Any issues you have. I mean, I think I, I tweeted about this the other day when Winslow liked the tweet. Uh, but yeah, you have to face those sort of like truths that you. The truths that you're faced with. You either you can do one of two things. You can ignore them, and you can ignore them, or you can face them. If you face them you're more than likely going to be able to overcome them or at least be able to know more about them to overcome them later on. And that comes with the, the, the ta- this tasteful truth. I believe truly as a society, uh, which is, again, Devil Man, is, Devil Man Cry Baby is a, a generalized idea, conversation about society, that mm-hmm. we do a lot of times bury things that do come back as things that are worse a lot of times as a society, not just on the individual level, but on a societal level. We bury the things... Uh, I mean, for just just a random example, of how we um, the sex trade system that's going on. We like, oh no, those people in the room next to us, they're just you know having fun. At the, you're at the hotel, but the truth is, that was probably that could easily be someone that's being sex trafficked or something. Or, or I mean, just something as like anybody can you know vibe to whatever's like you have thoughts about like. I want to be with a, like, if you're a dude, you're like, I want to be with another dude. Or if you're a, a, a woman, you're like, I want to be another woman. And it's like, you you know, you ask those questions and your parents are like, oh, no, you're just confused. Don't think about it. Just repress it. It'll be fine. Let's take, let's just send you to a gay camp. And there's a, there's a difficulty there because you want to be able to, because the thing is, though, is that as, I mean, I'm pretty, I've, I didn't, I didn't think that everyone is disabled, t- typically a pretty progressive people, you know, but the, but there, there, therein lies an issue with being progressive sometimes is, that what what aspects do we let prolif- be become prolific? Yeah, what do we let? It, there, there, there are some things that need to be excluded. That need to be excluded and addressed because then become prolific because... You know, the, you know, there's always the hyped up response, especially to like you know, gay marriage and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, people are like, oh, if we allow gay marriage, then people are going to give fuck it. dogs. Be like, yeah, like exactly. Snakes. And, and those are exaggerated examples, but then you start getting into a gray area whenever you start talking about, and then we talk about mental illness, but then you start getting into a gray area, and this is a very deep topic that we should not get into on this podcast. <laughs> Tanner would be freaking the fuck out that we're talking about it right now. Yeah. Uh, is you t- then you get to this weird little disturbing area where you start talking about well, well, gay marriage and mental illness. Well, let's talk talking about pedophilia for a minute mm. the cat keeps touching my ass <laughs> i'll actually i was actually i meant to ask a while ago he kept looking at me so i was like is nova a devil man <laughs> and that's what and so you get into this weird little aspect of pedophilia like mental illness i of course everyone at this table agrees is disgusting and despicable oh, yeah. but at the same time yeah. it is a mental illness to a large degree because why would any normal why would any quote-unquote normal individual want to practice that practice it's of course something that's fucked up in someone's head but how do you deal this with members of society and yeah i mean it's difficult it's a gray area where you 
you allow some things, you but you don't allow others, and there's and you got to figure out. I mean, of course, there of course comes in the idea of like, oh yeah, that shouldn't happen at all. <laughs> but let's you know, it's like like I said, there has to be a conversation. There has to be a conversation. Ha- like no matter how like c- confrontation is always uncomfortable, but like like if, if you don't address it, you know, you you, you allow it you, you allow it to fester, you allow it to get worse. And like, if you just sort of like take a look, it's a lot easier to deal with something when it's just a little problem than try to fix it when it's a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, there's a new show on Comedy Central called Corporate, and on the first first episode, uh, the main one of the main characters he emails uh, to his like bosses, their executives, and um, they're like. Uh, did you uh be CC um John? And he's like, oh no, I didn't do that. And she's like, oh well, you need to do that. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll do it next time. Then John comes and he's like, uh, hey, you didn't do this for me. I'm like, oh okay. And then they're like, um, he's like, sorry, I'm just really tired. And they're like, why are you really tired? Uh, it's like, oh, because I have anxiety at night. It's like, why do you have anxiety? It's like, because I feel like this is a confrontational work environment. They're like, well, we promote aggressive confrontation. There's like a sign behind them saying aggressive confrontation literally has their pictures on them. And I'm just like, shit, <laughs> like confrontation is uncomfortable. And after watching that, I'm like, man, I've and never. Uh. The, it is. But, but it is good. It is good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Because it's scary. Like confrontation is scary and it does give people anxiety because like it is. We, we do fear things and I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> whatever. I'm still hung up on titty monsters. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, Devilman's good. Devilman's really good. Mm-hmm. One of my other favorite monster designs was whenever that one girl's ass literally like start popping eyes. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, wasn't there, wasn't there a point where there's like a, a uh, guy and a girl having sex in like her vagina? Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, like, half. Like, gets bit in half and his legs fall off. Uh, yeah. What a good. <laughs> if you if you listen to this whole thing, you listen to this. I know. I, I honestly think that. Uh, this is one of those things where, yes, we just talked about and spoiled the hell out of <laughs> hell out of Devilman, <laughs> Crybaby. But I do think that if you have watched it, I do think and recommend you go back and watch a second watch through, maybe mm-hmm. even three times if you can stomach it. Or if you've never watched it and you listened to it just because you didn't care about it really and you didn't plan to watch it, I think you can get a lot of it just going back and watch. We skipped over a whole lot. Yeah, a whole lot of plot points. It's, just, can, it's very meaty. It's worth you know. We we just went back and we literally just give given you a, a first general sort of like shocking walkthrough of the thing. Now go back in it with your own set of eyes and see if you can pick out what we said. Pick out your own stuff. It's something that I do think that even if you do get spoiled for, you could easily easily go back and watch and still gain stuff from. And yeah, all, all the emotional beats, even if you know they're coming, they're still going to get hard. Like um, like when I was watching episode 9 with Jonathan, like I teared up again at episode 9. Like, uh, episode I'll nine. say, um, mm-hmm. we can go around the room and say how many times you grabbed. I bawled at episode 4 or whatever it was when uh, Akira had to f- face his parents possessed by the demon and uh, the entirety of episode 9. But, I, but the thing that got me wasn't so much the brutality of Miki, Miki and their fates. Is when all the people like went to hug Akira after he said, "That's yeah. that's what I really broke down." It's like, man, that's and then all those people get killed. <laughs> I got more sad on the second part, second watch through at that part. First watch through, I was like, "What's going on here, really?" And second time I watched that, that's when I really got because I was just like, because I realized in that moment, I was like, it, "This is, I mean, he's, this is sad." This is sad because he's see he's seeing right now the good side. Wait till he gets home, <laughs> you know. Yeah, 
Um, but but anyways, I think this is going to wrap it up for us for our Devil Man Cry Baby non-canon file episode. Yeah. This is technically our, what, 44th episode we've recorded, but canonically it's non-canon. Um, we, uh, I really enjoyed having Jonathan for our anime week, sort of. Ah. <laughs> um, hopefully he'll be back in more episodes in the future. Mm-hmm. Um and not just be dead. Uh, welcome back. He might from, die again for a little he bit. He might die for, for a little bit. We, but we have the Ouija board. We'll bring him back. Well, school's we'll, back. Yeah, yeah, we've literally just, we possessed a, a teddy bear to actually speak here today uh, with his <laughs> yeah. spirit. Um, you, you do understand. You, that you do know we have a you're dead, um, you're dead meme yeah. going on. Okay, yes. just letting you, just, just in case you didn't keep up with the podcast and you, you're just like, surprised, like, wait, is there a thing where I'm dead? <laughs> um uh, I guess we want to. I guess I'm gonna wrap it up here. My name is Cody. You can follow me at CODDOC11 at, on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram uh, and possibly Snapchat if you want to. I really don't really do much there anymore. Um, you can follow the podcast. The uh, of course you can follow the uh, the podcast on everywhere it's at. Uh, what is it? Um, AYCH uh, AYCH podcast on Twitter. AYCH podcast on Instagram. Uh, all you can hear on Twitch. I know Colt and Tanner are currently doing Yakuza Zero. Yakuza Zero, and I hear lots of things going on in there. We tip. We don't have many viewers there right now. We'd like to pump that up a little bit, get some more people in there, start watching that because, uh, from what I hear, it's actually really good. Tanner is always cackling at the game, so <laughs> that's always fun to hear his commentary on the Yakuza series, which is basically um, uh, should have been pretty much uh, just, just don't say. A Japan, Japanese Grand Theft Auto. No, I was gonna say a oh. Japanese like I, it feels like I, from what I understand from the game, it seems like it should have been made by uh, what's his name, um, Metal Gear. Kojima. 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 I, I'm really I think bad. it's perfect where it's at. Probably so. Um, we you can follow us on Instagram. We are gonna start posting more on there. Um, yeah, is there anything? Stay else tuned for the the, uh, the Devil Man OC. That is coming um, up. Yeah, and the our. Um, Whatever other other crap we made. We're doing Devil OC? Wait, hold on, what? We just did. Oh, no. The, uh, We're putting Devil. the Devil OC. Oh, on Instagram. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check us out on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, and uh, Overcast. We're on Overcast as well. We are on Overcast as well. Uh, give us a rating, review. We, we we love reviews. Talk about the episode. What's your favorite in the reviews? Yeah, tell us whether we went too far on this episode and you know, <laughs> shut up. We, look, we... I. I enjoy talking about this type of stuff. If you like the non-canon yeah. files, let us know. Send us a message over Twitter. If you don't want to send us an anonymous tweet, if you got it like an anonymous account, I don't know. Send us a message over Instagram. I don't give yeah, a shit. Yeah, anonymous. Let us know what episode if you like this episode because I really like talking about this type of stuff. Feedback uh, is always appreciated. Yeah, yeah, tell us if you want to go want us to go deeper in the void. We if y'all want if you want if you have a dark anime you want us to talk about in a non-ken file, let us know. I, I don't care if it's one person says, "Hey, you need to I wanted you to do a, an entire uh, Evangelion cast." Boy, you know, I I'd, have to rewatch it. I, I I think we would I would do that only if we did the movies. The Yeah, cuz I have all three of them. Follows. Yeah. Holy I, shit. I can't watch the anime again. I'm sorry. I just can't. No, no, that's <laughs> that is completely fine. Watching it for the first time. Oh, oof. I got an idea. Dexter. Dexter's <laughs> yeah. um, or the killer? Both. Dexter as far as I'm concerned, they're both the same. Um, yeah, uh, let's go ahead around the room. I already told you who I am. Who's this kid right here? Uh, it's me, Winzy. Stop pointing at me. I'm scared. I feel I'm this is I feel confronted. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Winzy Wilking. Follow my art Instagram at World of Winzy. 
I'm Colt. You can follow me on Twitter at Colt the eighty eight. Send me pictures of you crying at your dogs. This is Patrick. You can follow me online on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. You can follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. And it's me. And Jonathan, who is radio silent on most social media. If anybody has any pictures of actual real demons or devil men, send that to yeah, us. Send it, send if, it. if there's send a picture it. of a cow, if a cat send with us a picture of your seeds, send us a picture of your devil men. Uh, send us a picture of a scary cat. Yeah, if you got devil men OCs, tweet us at it. We'll retweet them. Why not? Oh yeah, as long as they're not like grotesque. Don't like tweet <laughs> we us. We don't yeah, want no titty. No titty monsters. We don't want the titty yeah. penis yeah. monsters. Yeah, yeah. God. And no it. violence. That's, those are better left to uh, Wenzel drawing them and leaving them in hotel rooms. <laughs> we like happy Wait people. a minute. <laughs> don't <laughs> That's right, cleaning don't look lady. Don't the sketchbooks underneath this bed. <laughs> Alright, guys. Goodbye. Ah! Suck. Yeah, devil.